Welcome to A Quiet Life. I'm Ruth, your host, and it is really lovely to be with you here today. It is episode 143, so we're getting close to 150, and I'm recording this on the 6th of November 2023, so we are getting close to the end of the year. And that makes me want to remind you or tell you that you know that this year I'm going to be taking a proper holiday between December and January. So I think I talked about this on the podcast before that I like to take between sort of just before Christmas when school breaks up, when Moz gets off school, to just after my birthday off. And it's a nice month and it works really well. And in previous years, I have used old podcasts and reshared them or I have um, done some pre-recording or whatever. Uh, This year, I just can't face that, to be honest. And so I have decided to take that month off. And so it's going to be a bit of a break in podcasts uh, is what I have to say. So I'm going to be having just a rest and I don't want to lose you. And this is why I have pushed myself to do pre-recordings, et cetera, et cetera, in previous years, because I don't want to lose my lovely podcast audience. Uh, And if you don't want to lose me, um, the best thing I can encourage you to do is to sign up to my newsletter at ruthamos.com.au. Now, this newsletter comes out every fortnight and gives you the link to the podcast and the link to the blog. But even if you get your podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or whatever, it's a reminder that um, that the podcast is coming out. And the other thing is you get extras on my newsletter. And one of the extras that you got in the last newsletter were pictures of me with Anne Cleves, who wrote the books for Vera and Shetland and the Matthew Venn books are her latest ones. Um, because so Anne Cleves came to Tasmania. Yes, I know. And she's, you know, I think she's a brilliant author um, and she's a really lovely person. And I went to a literary festival and got to meet her and you got pictures of that on my newsletter. So there's my name dropping. You also get pictures of my grandchildren. (laughs) And you got pictures of my dessert because we went out for dinner with some friends and the dessert was absolutely astonishingly gorgeous. And so I took a photo of that and put that on my newsletter. So these are the things that you get from my newsletter that you don't get from my podcast or my blog. Uh, They're extra special things to those beautiful people who sign up to my newsletter. So if you want to not lose me over the summer, and if you want to get those extra bits and pieces about my life, um, you can go to ruthamos.com.au, R-U-T-H-A-M-O-S.com.au and sign up to my newsletter. I would love to have you as part of that. Add over. The other thing I wanted to say though was um, that when I was at this literary festival where I met Anne Cleves, I also met two really beautiful people and this was an absolute highlight of my weekend, Dahu and Becky. They came, they just came to the Kermandi Hotel where we were having the festival um, in Port Huon. Uh, they came for lunch, I think, and they dropped in on the bookstall and had a look around and, and met me and we took photos. Uh, Dahu and Becky, I just loved meeting you in person. It was brilliant. You really, really did make my day. And I hope you're enjoying the books that you got <laughs> at my bookstall. And if anyone is listening and wants to read my books, you can find them at rjamos.com. Rjamos, that's where I put my fiction. But Dahu and Becky said they are listeners to my podcast. So 
Yay! It was just it's just so lovely to meet you. And you know, we have some special friends, the where it's uh are joint friends, or my parents obviously are joint friends and other people as well. So yeah, it was really good. It was a really, really big highlight of my day to meet you guys. So that's great. And the other thing I wanted to say in this introduction bit is um in my last uh blog and podcast about doing your bit around the house and noticing that other people are doing their bit and saying thank you um, is episode 142 and I think it's called do your bit and you can find it around the place but um, I got a lovely message from Jeannie a comment from Jeannie saying could she share this with her family she thought it would be helpful for them um, and she's talking about grown-up children at this point not not with her at-home children she's she's a beautiful grandmother and good friend from way back with me. So Jeannie, it was lovely to hear from you and and everybody. I'd love you to share this blog and podcast far and wide. So yeah, if you want to find my blog, ruthamos.com.au forward slash blog, you can find it there or at aquietlifeblog.wordpress.com. And uh, I share it on Facebook and uh, yeah, anyway. If you want to, if if the person you want to share with is more into reading, they can get a written version of what I have to say on my blog at those places. Uh, everything's at ruthamos.com.au. If you want to share the podcast, yeah, the link there is also on my website, ruthamos.com.au, or you can find the links in Spotify and Apple um, Podcasts and whatever and share it. I would love you to share anything that you find useful with anybody that you think it will be useful for. Um, I really would like uh, this to go out to anyone for whom it'd be helpful. I'd love that. Or, Or they can sign up to my newsletter as well. So yes, just want to encourage you if you would like to share, I am 100% in favor of that. And I, um, yeah, and I enjoy meeting you listeners when I, when I see you at different places. So it's been uh, quite busy. The The literary festival is one aspect of the busy, but there have been many aspects of the busy <laughs> over the past few months. It's been quite a time. And I um, was thinking about that as I was preparing for this podcast and writing my blog and everything before I went to talk to Scotty, thinking, what am I going to talk about? And I realized that that busy times don't just happen for me. Like everybody has busy times and everybody has times where they feel like they've really lost the ball. And that's where I've been at too, because when I, you know, I just concentrated on getting through the busy times, doing the things that I'd said I was going to do. Get, I had a lot of work on as well. So that was really wonderful editing work that I get paid for. So getting those jobs done and meeting my clients' needs and getting through all the different um, social activities and things that I'd said I'd do and having a bookstore for two whole days of a weekend and going to another fair and all the different things that I've had to do. I just had to really um, focus on or prioritize all these different tasks and things that I'd promised other people that I would do. But that meant that I dropped the ball in just about every other aspect of my life. (laughs) I kept the podcast going. Um, That's a good thing. But yeah, when I really stopped, when I could actually stop when things slowed down a bit and I could look at where I was, I thought, my goodness, I have lost it. And I talked to Scotty about a few areas where I've lost it and I'll talk a bit more afterwards. But I thought, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? Because if I try and catch up on all the stuff that I have dropped, 
I'm going to be insane for another few months. And so I told Scotty what I chose to do and I will talk to you more about that after. Ruth Amos is with us again this morning. Ruth, good morning. Good morning, Scotty. Your hair looks nice today. Thank you very much. You got like back at you got, got it. pulled it back in combs. It like looks good. Back at the side. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> now, uh, we, it's a life hack, of course. Yeah. What are we talking about today? Well, the, see, the thing is, uh, and if you've been listening to my podcast or listening to our conversations over the past, I don't know, two months, life's been really, really busy, and I just realised this week as things started to slow down again, I thought, you know what? I have let everything drop. I've let the gym go I've let cooking meals go I have let writing my novel you know which I try to do for half an hour every morning go I've let the housework completely disappear and I'm just being real with people here <laughs> I feel I feel a little bit embarrassed to admit it but but, my- but sometimes sometimes that's completely appropriate too like to have those seasons yeah where you, you just have to stay right now I'm just focused on this yeah and so I was like what am I going to do about this and I thought well I'm just going to pick it up and start again. Remind myself of why, like why I'm doing the – people say your why. I prefer to say your purpose because I'm an editor. (laughs) (laughs) But why I'm doing these habits, you know. Moz, uh, you were talking just before we came on on air about how Marianne has spoken some truth into your life. (laughs) Moz did the same. He said, do you remember you go to the gym because it's good for your mental health and it helps you cope with the stress of life and maybe you should go back. Oh, yeah, that's the reason why I do that. So reminding myself of that and then just letting go of all of the guilt and all of the shame and just picking up and starting again. And what I'd like to do is say, well, the house is just such a disgusting disaster area. I think I wrote in my blog that the uh, that the kitchen floor looks like the floor of an aviary. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want to deep clean, you know, I want to just get in and really deep clean and do whatever, but I don't have the time to do that still. And what I need to do is go back to my 10 to 20 minutes of a morning. And as I do that, just gently moving back into those habits, it'll all come back together over time. Yeah. And starting over... It can apply to so many aspects of our life. I mean, there there are times there when I walk through and I see a bag of thins, you know, light and tangy, my favourite, <laughs> and I'll go, oh, just get those, and and then I'll and then I'll kind of go, I'll just have a little few, and then like the whole bag. I'm like, what have I just had the whole bag of light and tangy? But then I, I remember getting some good advice before that, like basically you have your your mishaps, but you just got to jump back on again and just say no. Uh, this is what I'm doing, yeah, you know. And, and absolutely. So even forgiving yourself is starting over, isn't it? That's right. That's right. And there's so many things where you can you can make things worse by just wallowing in the guilt of what what have I, you know, I've completely messed up. Well, I, I have messed up. I have, but I have, as you say, have had other things to focus on. But yeah, just to say, okay, well, that's fine. It's not perfect, but I'm forgiving, as you say. I love that. I love that. I'm forgiving myself for that, and I'm just gonna. Have a clean start and start again from yeah, here. That's yeah. so good. And of course, for us as Christians, that's a huge thing, isn't it? Well, that's what we're based on, isn't it? That Jesus has said, because of what he's done, that what any time, any time, we can just turn back to God, get a fresh start and start again. It's it's amazing just to think, like, he doesn't require us to wallow in our guilt and shame. And I think sometimes a lot of people get that wrong about Christianity, that it's all about feeling shameful about things. It's not. It's not. It's about just clean start. Let's go again. And it's not even about cleaning the kitchen floor, or, you know, or cleaning up our life. Uh, you know, a lot of people go, oh, like, I remember talking to a friend years ago, 
and I was talking about a fresh start. You know, I was talking about about Jesus. And he goes, oh, well, but there's, I've got to fix this and I've got to fix this and I've got to fix this before I do that. I'm like, no, you don't. No, no. Like, start over, you yeah. know, today. Yeah. Like, yeah. You don't worry about fixing yourself. Yeah. That's not part of it. You know? Yeah, not about catching up. Yes. And in every area, in your housework, in your exercise, in your diet, in your work life, in whatever, I'm saying, let's not worry about catching up. Let's not worry about making it all perfect. Let's let that go. And let's just say from so here on. Fresh start. Start over. Fresh I start. like that. And, and the peace that comes with that, you know, like in life, but also just saying, okay, I didn't get it done, but from today, I'm just going to start doing it again. Yeah. Yep, I love it. Thanks, Ruth. See you in a couple of weeks. This is why I love going and chatting to Scotty every fortnight, because he comes up with um, some pretty amazing insights. And to be honest, I really hadn't thought about this starting over thing in terms of forgiveness or in terms of our general life or in terms of my Christianity until I talked to him. And what an amazing insight. And it's all very true. It's all very true. So, uh, yeah, I was very grateful to him because it is that forgiveness. It is that I'm not going to hold this against myself that I have dropped the ball on these things. I'm not going to sit here and um, wallow in it and make myself feel bad about it. I'm going to just forgive myself and start again. So, yeah, let's go back to the beginning, shall we? Because I need to rant about something. And that's what I do this podcast for. So I'm going to just go over it all again. So just to make you feel better about yourself in your life, here are some things that I have lost in my very busy time. Now, one is the novel writing. And I have told you how easy it is to just write for a small period of time every morning and how I put aside half an hour a day, half an hour on weekdays to write in my novel. And I put a timer on. I sit down and I write, and also that I have been bribing myself to come to the table and write my novel for half an hour every morning by making myself a coffee. Well, in the past couple of months, I've made the coffee, but (laughs) I haven't written the novel. I've made the coffee, I've sat at my desk, and I've done somebody else's work. I have been some days uh, feeling just so concerned that I wouldn't meet my deadlines that I've been um, working on somebody else's work while eating breakfast at my desk, while eating lunch at my desk and, you know, and then completely exhausting myself. It's not a long-term plan, what I have been doing. It was a short-term plan and praise God it's over. But anyway, so even that half an hour in the morning that I set aside for novel writing, even 15 minutes was too much to take out of my life during this very busy time, drop the ball. And you know I want to finish this novel by the end of the year and that's slightly less than two months away now. So <laughs> I've got a bit to do. But uh, I just, uh, yeah, I just haven't been able to do it during the busy time. Housework, goodness me, like I said to Scotty, sometimes you feel like the floor of the kitchen is a bit like the floor of an aviary. Like there just were, yeah rolled oats and crumbs and bits and pieces, sugar on the floor. And uh, I just didn't have the time or couldn't make the time or the energy to deal with it. That's gone. The bathroom was disgusting. Um, and, yeah, it just just had to leave it and, and be. Exercise, yeah. <clears throat> so I had lovely chat with my wonderful physiotherapist on Sunday. Have you been going to the gym and doing those weights that I asked you about? No, no, Dave, I have not. (laughs) 
<laughs> no, I have not been going to the gym and doing the weights to make my knees better. I have not even been going to the gym and doing the cardio exercise that I know that I need to do for my mental health. So that I've dropped the ball. Journal writing, like I start the day with my morning pages from the book The Artist's Way, three pages of free writing. Whatever comes into my head goes down on the page. It's a really lovely way to clear my head and get myself um, together and also I like the memory aspect of it that I can write down what I did the day before and then I know it's held somewhere and it's kept in my journal. But just lately, nah, that hasn't been happening either. So there's been quite a few things that have gone by the wayside. My silent time, many days I dropped, but I would like to let you know that I have kept up with Sabbath. So having that one day off a week, I could not drop that. So I have kept that going and that meant that sometimes when I was doing things all weekend, I would then take the Monday off and then I would panic about getting the work done for the rest of the week. But having that one day off a week has stopped me from getting sick. I think if I hadn't done that, then I would have come down with a flu or a virus of some sort And um, because that's what I used to do when I didn't take care of myself. So I have really dropped the ball. And when I realized that that was where we were at, it's like, well, what do I do? What do I do? Do I just give up? Do I just say, well, I've lost it. Um, you know, I've lost these self-care things and obviously I just need to just not do them and give up and whatever. Or do I just turn around and start over? One of the things that makes you want to give up and never even try these things again, maybe go hire a cleaner or... <laughs> I don't know. One of the things that makes me want to give up is is the feeling like I have to bring everything back to perfect before we start again so that I have to uh, deep clean the house so that it's back to pristine so that we can start again, that I have to catch up on all the novel writing so I know how many words I am behind for the year. So write all those words. So spend two, three, four days just pounding out words on the novel so that I'm back to where I should be now. I don't know how you catch up on exercise, but I'd probably kill myself if I tried. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you just feel like you have to catch up on everything, get it all done first, try and get it to the point of perfect before you start over. And that was the point that Scotty was making in life and in lots of situations. I think that we think, yeah, okay, I love this idea of forgiveness, but what I'm going to do is I'm just going to pull myself up by my bootstraps to the point where things are uh, perfect. And then from here on in, um, well, I'll only make small mistakes. So I can only ask for small forgiveness or, you know, I just, you know, I'll just from here on in, I'll be, I'll, I'll work harder. But before I ask for forgiveness, I need to be perfect. And that's just not how forgiveness works. Forgiveness works by saying that is imperfect and I'm not going to hold that against you or against myself. I'm going to acknowledge that that's what it was. But um, instead of uh, wallowing in that shame and whatever, I'm just going to start from here and start over again, start over again. The wonderful thing about forgiveness through Jesus is that um, we can't, bring ourselves to the point where we're starting afresh but Jesus does wash us clean so that when we start afresh with him when he gives us forgiveness it's like he comes in and deep cleans the house and starts us from perfect and then we can always just turn back to him whenever we need to and ask for forgiveness again 
Oh, if you want to know more theology, head to your local church and have a chat to your minister. But it's such a wonderful thing. Um, one of the the reels that I like a lot on Instagram, and you're going to think I'm weird, but it's called it's by somebody called Not the Worst Cleaner. And what that person does is go into these houses of people who, for for whatever various mental health reasons or physical health reasons, have been unable to clean their house for. Well, it looks like decades and um, she goes through and cleans them up and she videos it. I th- she must put a GoPro on her head or something and she shows uh, shows herself scrubbing toilets and scrubbing kitchen sinks and pulling rubbish that's been stuck to the lounge room carpet for the last five years off and cleaning the carpets. And um, I love, I love it. I, <laughs> I love looking at the horrendous mess that she starts with and the sparkling clean and tidy house that she finishes with. It's pretty amazing. Um, And I love that she's also sponsored by a cleaning company so that (laughs) she can afford to do this for free for people. I so wanted to do that with my house, especially with the housekeeping that I haven't been doing. I so wanted to get somebody in to deep clean my house um, and get it from to back to pristine. And then, you know, I could go through and do my daily clean after that. But we can't always do that with the different jobs that we're doing. And I, I really had to convince myself, and I hope I'm convincing you, that even if I just start from today and start probably with the bathroom and do my 10, 15, 20 minutes in the morning, that's enough, right? As I do that, I will get around every part of the house again and by the end of a couple of weeks every part of the house will have had a clean and we'll be back to where we want it to be so different to Jesus forgiveness this is <laughs> this is just like okay um, I'm not going to go back to square one I'm not going to um, yeah worry about that I'm just going to start the routine over again Start the routine of cleaning over again, the way that I know it works, the way that 10 minutes a day or 20 minutes a day works for me and just do it. And I have been doing that. Uh, I think I started the day or two days before I talked to Scotty and so it's been over a week now. And yeah, every part of my house has been cleaned and dusted and it's back to being the way I wanted it to be. And I'm really, really happy about that. And the same with the writing of my novel. Like I'm not going to try and write thousands and thousands of words to catch up. I'm just, I know that half an hour in the morning works and that as I do half an hour in the morning, I get ideas to put down the next um, three or 400 words the next day and and so on. And as I keep going with that, I will get the novel written. Um, And so, yeah, not worrying about the past, not worrying about what I haven't done, but just starting from now and putting those routines back in place that I know work and and getting them done. Now, after I talked to Scotty, I was listening to another podcast and they were talking about knowing your why and they said that this came from, not from Simon Sinek, who I thought it came from, but that came from Viktor Frankl. So Viktor Frankl, the person, the man who was in the concentration camp and wrote Man's Search for Meaning, (laughs) apparently, and this may be a translation issue, but apparently he was, he is famous for quotes that say things like, those who have a why to live can bear with almost any how, or if you find a why, then you can bear any how. So, you know, I'm not going to fight with Victor Frankl. <laughs> I'm just not. If you need to find your why, find your why. But um, 
If you are at this point where you've let things drop for a while and you want to get back into it, one of the things that's really helped me get back into things is to remember why I did these things in the first place, what the benefits of it are. So for me, the benefits of doing 20 minutes of housework in the morning is that I don't have to listen to the vacuum cleaner for any long length of time because I have realised just how much I grit my teeth when I'm listening to it. I hate the sound of the vacuum cleaner. Anyone with me? But yeah, I know that I can convince myself first thing in the morning when my willpower is strong to do 10 minutes of vacuuming. And as I do that, I get the whole house done over the course of a week, a week and a half. So that's cool. So remembering that benefit. And also the other one, the one that I told Scotty, where Moz was like, you know, if you go to the gym and do that um, cardio exercise, you remember that it clears your brain. It helps you get rid of all the stress chemicals that have built up in your body and it leads to a less stressed you and a better night's sleep. Oh, yeah, that's why I'm going to the gym. It's not for any external reason. It's not to look great on the outside. It's because it helps me mentally if I do that 30 minutes of exercise pretty much every day. It helps to remember the benefits. Another thing that can help if you're starting over something is to ask for help from somebody. So ask somebody to come and help you the first few times you're cleaning your house house or um yeah you might just need to ask for I don't know I don't know what you'd need help for but people are out here and they want to help you people actually do want to support you in what you're doing and asking people for help makes them feel great like they're part of something and builds community and has all sorts of other benefits so don't be afraid to ask for help or ask for accountability help. So again, for me, I needed to be accountable to Moz about going to the gym. Yep, I know you want a less stressed wife, so I'm going to do that again. And just just keeping in, checking in with him to tell him I have I have done the things that I want to do. <laughs> um, so yeah, you might need to get back into that routine again. You might need somebody to check up on you and say, so how did you go this week? Did you did you do what you wanted to do four days out of five. You know, how did you how did you make it through with your routine, the one that you want to achieve? So I'm not saying get someone else to put a burden on you. I'm saying if you want to achieve something, sometimes asking somebody, can I be accountable to you about this, can really help. And the other thing I want to say is check if you've slipped into busy work that's going nowhere because Remember that I'm all about clearing your schedule and having a more peaceful, quiet life, doing the things that are on your plate to do and not the things that everybody else wants you to do. I've had a busy time in my life because I've had a whole lot of work things and family things and writing opportunities coincide. And I think that everything that I've had on my plate has been something that I have thought about that I have decided I wanted to do and that I've done, chosen to go and do this busy stuff. And I knew it would mean I was busy for a time, uh, but it was something I really wanted to do. But there's another type of busy that can lead you to drop the ball, and that is when you're doing uh, work that doesn't really need to be done or work that you're doing because it's a should that somebody else says you should do or that you know social media says that you should do. Or uh, it just, yeah, just busy work, just work that 
makes you feel a bit productive, but it doesn't actually produce anything. And I just encourage you that if you feel like you've dropped the ball on things that are really important to you, like I've dropped the ball with my novel writing, just check that your life is not filled with busy work. Um, There may be things on your plate that you can get rid of so that you can do the thing that is your thing to do. I am reading an author at the moment. Her name is, I think, Eve Rodsky, and she's written a book called Finding Your Unicorn Space. That's her word for that thing that is yours to do, your unicorn space. (laughs) So if you're having trouble finding your unicorn space, just check that you're not full of busy work that is stopping you from doing the thing that is yours to do. Yeah, so can I finish today by just saying again, um, forgiveness is yours in Jesus. He wipes your slate clean. He makes you clear and clean and fresh and ready to go. And that forgiveness is open to you at any time. And to encourage you, if you've dropped your ball on things that are important to you, to forgive yourself as well. And just start over. Just Go back to those routines that you'd like, that you know work for you. Start doing them again. It's worked for me. <laughs> That's all I can say is it's worked for me. I'd love to hear if you had an opportunity or a similar circumstance where it's worked for you or something else that you've done that's helped you to get started again have you got someone else in to deep clean your house so that you can get back to regular housework i i'd love to hear about things like that so if you'd like to share any of that with me please write to me ruth at ruthamos.com.au or find me on facebook at ruth amos author or at a quiet life blog on x and please sign up to my newsletter so that we don't lose each other over the summer and i will chat to you again soon